You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever-changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of Further Together, the ORU podcast. Good morning, Jenna. How good are morning. You? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Um, I'm really excited today because we have two guests from Nevada yeah. on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> on the phone. We're like doing a, another long distance podcast. I know. It's exciting. We're branching out. That's right. So we have um, Janie Kimball and Melissa. I'm sorry. I forgot your last name. Um, from um, Elko, Nevada, on the phone to talk about the Joint Science and Technology Institutes and how participation in that program that ORISE manages Mm -hmm. um, has changed their world, basically. So good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Awake? Yeah, so we it's 8.30 Eastern time, and it's 5.30. Yeah, we appreciate it. (laughs) So, um, really early to have this conversation, and I greatly appreciate that. Um, So, Jamie and Melissa, before we sort of jump into all things JSTI, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, This is Janie. This is Janie. So I am a high school math teacher that Melissa and I both work at a rural school, and I teach six different classes a day um, from Algebra 1 all the way through pre-calculus. And on the side, I do STEM club, and I work with everything that... um, we're trying to push our students forward with, you know, with STEM and helping them to understand what's there. Um, I live 40 minutes from school, so I, I commute, and I have a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. Melissa, tell us a little bit about you. Um, this is Melissa Jones. Um, I work at the same school as Janie, and I teach six to eight different science classes depending on the year. Um, and I also help Jenny co-advise the STEM club. And um, I'm not sure what else. We're really busy. <laughs> we we're, we're very, we're very busy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Tell us a little bit about your STEM club. What, what does that mean? What do the students get to do? Is it held after school? Just kind of a, a brief overview of that. Melissa, go ahead. All right. Um, Janie and I started the STEM club, and it's done as an extracurricular activity. And so the students, um, would, depending on the activity, sometimes they come in um, on their own time uh, to help build the robot. We have meetings during a remediation block of our uh, regular school day once a week. And so students that 
are maintaining their grades and, and doing well in school have time to do um, extension. And so STEM club is one of those extension activities that are offered during that time. Melissa usually works with, um, because we have, because we are a combined school, um, we work with the secondary, so we have 7 through 12 grade students. Um, Melissa typically takes the high school students and I take the junior high students because it's, it's hard. The junior high students, we, we brought on another robotic team this year that we're going to be implementing. Um, but it, we find that it's better, you know, to help grow the junior high students, you know, grow our program, you know, from the ground up. So um, we usually do two different, two different sections there and it, it works out really well. Cool. Awesome. Well, it sounds like y'all are really busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, let's talk about the Joint Science and Technology Institute. And Janie, I know that you attended the Aberdeen version. So we have two versions of this program. We have one in Aberdeen that's been up and running for a number of years. And then this year we launched a program in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, yes. You attended as a participating teacher five or six years ago. Was that right? Yeah, in 2015. Okay. I, I attended in 2015. Um, we were made aware of it. Melissa and I had really, we, a lot of our students, they, you know, they, they go into what's, you know, common there in the area. We have gold mines, and Melissa and I just kept thinking, man, we've got to, we've got to get these kids something else. We've got to give them some other opportunities. And so, so well, let's start looking. Well, JSDI came up and, and so I applied as a participating teacher, um, in 2015 and I was able to go and I came back and I said, look, look, we got, we got it. We, you know, we just wanted all of our students to be able to attend something like that, but we knew they wouldn't be able to. So, um, from there it just grew. I mean, from there it just grew. So yes, and so every year since then, um, I've been able to go back as a resident teacher um, to the different um, each year in Aberdeen. And then yes, this year it was awesome to be in Albuquerque and to see how that was different in the same, you know, um, as Aberdeen. Right. So let's talk a little bit about what JSTI is. It's a residential, essentially it's a residential program um, for two weeks, right? Where um, in Aberdeen anyway, both teachers and students um, spend their time working on research projects with researchers um, in and around the Aberdeen area. Talk a little bit about kind of the specifics of the program, if you don't mind. Well, um, so it's an application process. Um, Students are, you know, like you said, fully funded. Um, Their days are jam-packed from the minute they get up to the minute they go go to bed, and they don't want to go to bed. Um, What they do is they're paired with um, scientists and teachers who work with them learning um, 3D printing. There was a, this year there was a robotics team. Uh, there were several biology, you know, science teams that, you know, looked at like, looked at the water quality of the Chesapeake Bay. And so the students are fully immersed working with scientists and professionals in the STEM field um, just to give them that experience. Um, 
And then in the evening, you know, we have other activities for them um, so that they can see, hey, this is, you know, this is all around us. Uh, They bond together as groups. Then at the end of the two weeks, they go through and they make a presentation to show, you know, just exactly what they've learned. Um, And the the teachers as well. We had one of our teachers attend this year. And at the end, I asked them, I said, hey, do you now understand why I get so excited every time I come back to JSDI? And he was like, oh, my gosh, yes. He says he couldn't wait to come back to school um, to teach and um, work with the students. So, so that, what do you that, sorry, what do you think the biggest benefit to teachers is, you know, participating in this program? I always thought I always thought that um, the teachers, it was really important to have teachers come back because students, yes, they, you know, we are affecting their lives, but when you bring a teacher back and fire that teacher up, um, about STEM and what's available and what's out there, they go back and each year they make that better and better um, in their classes and they are able to affect more and more students, you know, than just this, you know, just having the student participate. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It just, um, I just, I just, I just see what it has done in our school and with Melissa and I and where, where we started and where we have come to this last year, we were designated, um, as a governor STEM school. So that's how far, you know, within the state. So the state knows who we are, you know, and it, and I think it has been, I really believe that the initial starting, you know, Melissa and I were fired up, but then JSDI just pushed us over the edge, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when we talked about this in the summer in um, New Mexico earlier this year, I mean, Jamie, you, you basically said that JSDI has changed um you know, your teaching, your school, I, you know, you just mentioned that the state knows who you are and your school, you're a rural school in kind of the middle of, you know, rural Nevada. Um, you know, you're not a, you're not a Las Vegas school. You're not a big city yeah. school. Um, but yeah. you have amazing STEM programs happening at your school. And like you said, the state knows who you are. How did all of that come to be after, your JSTI experiences? It's been a lot of teamwork. Melissa and I have worked closely together and we both have different strengths, I believe. Don't you think, Melissa? I definitely we both, we both bring we, we both bring something to the table. Um, and we, in the very beginning, we didn't want to grow too fast. So we've added something every year I think we started out you know with doing surveys what do these kids want to do what are they interested in you know we wanted to know what their lofty dreams were um, and so we helped them to understand you know hey they're attainable but you got I mean you got to work it's not going to be handed to you so I think I think we've instilled a work ethic in these students I don't know Melissa I always think of Dalton you know um when he was in junior high, incredibly smart kid, that then all of a sudden he, you know, he just bloomed. He's like, oh my gosh, you know, and now he's looking into getting the start for the smart scholarship. So, um, I don't know. It's just, it's really changed 
where we've gone and, and the culture of our school and our community. That's really amazing. And, and you, when we talked this, earlier this year, you talked about, the, is it the STEM night event, STEM fair event that you all do that, you know, you have these big time sponsors and supporters of, you know, major corporations in the state and the region, really, who, you know, come out and kind of showcase what they do for your students. Yeah, we have, so we have, um, we we started this, we have, you know, every every school has a science fair. Well, our um, state changed it into a STEM fair, STEM fair for the, you know, for the district and everything. So we decided, well, let's do a STEM fest. Let's bring all these professionals who are so excited. Um, we worked with partnering um, with our local industry, you know, to help them, you know, bring them into the classroom as mentors. They come into the classroom to um, as guests. Speakers, and so we thought, well, let's just have a showcase night where all of these corporations and you know individuals come into our school and they set up and they they just show what they do, you know how to, how they use STEM, and then um, we open it up. Our principal cooks um, hot dogs out on the grill. We feed everybody, and they walk in and they um, they're able to go around and. Um, watch and see, you know, what these different um, companies do. It's like I, I, I think from the first year to the second year, you know, the first year, nobody really knew what to expect. So they came in, you know, these companies came in and they brought, you know, like NDOT, I think of NDOT or um, Department of Transportation for the state. They brought in their signs. Those things are huge. You know, they, they brought in, you know, the, the painting and, you know, how they, you know, different things of asphalt well then at the end i heard them say oh yeah we already know what we're doing next year well this last year they they brought a, a roving robot that goes you know in the culverts and you know checks things out you know the culverts so a lot of interactive things um um one of the mines brought um the kids had to do a simulation on a computer and then they put on goggles virtual reality goggles and they basically went underground in the mine wow. with those goggles. Uh, we had a, um, well, we had a dome that was a 3D, a 3D movie the kids could go in, they laid down and they watched a 3D movie on the dome, you know, like traveling through space or traveling through the veins in your body, you know, to see. So, so that was incredible. That was our showcase piece. But, um, but and we, we've done this to bring the community together um, so the parents can see what they're learning and what we're trying to do with their students in the classroom is really relevant because here's all these here's all these companies, local businesses that hey, this is why we need your your kid to do this and that and so um, it's it's a great night. This last year we had um, it was it's always in February and it just kept snowing and the people just kept coming. I I didn't I didn't I don't know where they were all coming from, but they just kept coming, and it was great. It was just an awesome time. That's wonderful. It sounds like um, things are really, really um, going very well in your school. Um, anything that we've not talked about with JSTI or your STEM programs that either of you want to talk about? Melissa, I think I think let's tell them about let's tell them about Bob. Okay. Um, 
It was, uh, I don't know, probably about this time last year, Jamie and I um, saw uh, through Tesla and the state of Nevada, they had partnered together to offer uh, grant programs to start a first um, tech challenge robotics team. Um, and Jamie and I looked at it, we talked about it a little bit, and uh, we were talking about expanding our focus. Um, and so she's like, we'll put in for it and we'll see what happens. Um, and Jamie and I are really great about working together and putting in for um, lots of different opportunities. And so real quickly, probably five minutes or less, I was able to fill out this application. This is who we are, this is how we plan to use it. And um, within 24 hours, we had a response back saying, hey, Tesla wants to sponsor you um, to start a high school robotics team. That's amazing. Oh and we were just, yeah, we were just like blown away, right? Because, you know, within 24 hours, we went from what well, we're going to put into this to we now have a high school robotics team. Um, and the students just absolutely loved it last year. It was our rookie season. Um, we started a good two and a half months later than all the other teams in our state. Um, but our students, they buckled down. We had a bot ready to go by the, the very first meet that was offered. Um, and they they said it on the mat, you know, autonomous programming goes off. He goes over, pushes the mineral into the depot like he's supposed to. And the smile on those kids' face was just, it was surreal almost. Um, the whole experience, yeah. that very first meet. And so from that point, um, we just continue to work and add uh, to the robot and um, kind of make his design more complex and better to meet the challenge. And by the time we hit the state championships, um, we were a real contender on the mat. And I think just the students seeing that even though they come from this very small school, they can compete with very large schools and the students in their those schools um, on this academic critical thinking robotics level. That's amazing. I think what I love about that story, but just how you both talked about JSTI and how it's changed your school and having the STEM club, you know, you don't have to be a big city school to have an impact on um, yeah. their students and their love for um, and getting them excited about pursuing STEM and being interested in STEM programs and, um, you know, wanting to become scientists and engineers and all of that. So um, I applaud you both for just kind of latching on and <laughs> seeing where all of this takes you because yeah. it's, it's taken you in some really amazing directions. And we know it's a lot of hard work. This mm -hmm. is it doesn't just it's come out magic. of a couple yeah a yeah. couple hours of submitting applications so we thank you for that too thank you well we we want to make sure you follow us on twitter <laughs> our um bob squad has a twitter it's um at f15739 awesome cool Follow on Twitter yeah. see what's happening. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU, and on Instagram at ORAU Together. <laughs>